where the children used to roam. Where the sun comes peeping in, where I'm sleeping, and the songbirds sing hello. I love the fresh air and the sunshine, the good for us, you know. So take me back to Florida, the place that I call home. Yeah, I'll make my home in Florida with the orange blossoms. What happens when someone else's home becomes home for you? Today I'll be giving the story of how a big Florida mansion soon became my escape from reality in a life that wasn't so easy for me growing up. So I grew up in Florida, which is basically an entire different world in and of itself. Everyone has big appetites, lots of food to feed it, and absolutely no common sense. No one knows how to drive because stop signs and speed limits are simply overrated. Flip-flops are considered nice dress shoes, and shorts are always acceptable. My hometown of Sarasota, Florida holds more for me than just a laid-back beachy lifestyle. My life was influenced by a big Florida mansion, and little did I know my connection to this mansion started before I was even born. But is it possible to have a home away from home and call what was once someone else's home your own? People always ask me where I'm from, and of course, I say Florida, and then they kind of just look at me blankly and perplexed, possibly shocked, and maybe slightly disgusted. And then they proceed to ask the typical, oh, you're from Florida questions, like, wow, do you see alligators all the time? Do you go to Disney a lot? Don't you just love orange juice? How many camouflage outfits do you own? You must know so many old people, right? Like, no, we're not all like this. Although I loved the beach and Disney, I also loved other things. I had a love for art. I loved looking at paintings and statues for hours on end. I loved the complexity yet simplicity that came with art. And I loved how each and every time you looked at a piece, it was the same yet somehow different. While Florida may be my hometown, it's the memories that I take along with me that are home. It's the people and it's the stories. Before I was even born, my parents got married at the most magical place imaginable, the Cotazon Mansion, translating to the House of John. Where else can you spend the morning reveling in the beauty of works by Peter Paul Rubens, Franz Hals, and Bacatelli in the afternoon on a powdery white sand beach? That's the Laurel of Sarasota, the city perched on the Gulf of Mexico where John and Mabel Ringling, the Circus Impresso, and his wife set the stage for a vibrant cultural life after buying land there in 1911. John Ringling had created not only a home, but also a story. The Cotazan Mansion was a piece of art and history. According to the Cotazan Mansion's website, the Ringlings have been traveling throughout Europe for nearly 25 years, acquiring circus acts and art. John and Mabel both greatly admired the architectural styles of Venice's Dussault's Palace. When they decided to build a home in Sarasota, Florida, where they had been a winter residence for a number of years, the Ringlings took these places as their inspiration and Sarasota Bay as their Grand Canal. The curator of the museum describes the house as a 36,000-foot house that sits on a waterfront site 1,000 feet long, 3,000 feet deep, and 5 stories tall. It's covered with pseudico and terracotta and embellished with glazed tiles. The roof of the mansion is layered with antique Spanish tiles salvaged from Barcelona by John Ringling himself. 
Decorative tile medallions crusting in soft red, yellow, greens, blues, and ivory highlight the pink patania of the exterior. There's these vast soaring peach columns and grand sky-high statues, tall banyan trees with light spewing through, and hanging moss from oak trees that flow with the breeze. To the north is a rose garden with over 12,000 rose plants of reds, blues, pinks, yellows, and whites covering the grounds. It's a sea of colors so mesmerizing you'll never want to leave. My parents were the last wedding to be held at the Katazan before it closed. By the late 1990s, the house and the grounds were in such an utter state of neglect and there was simply no money to pay to fix it. It soon became the backdrop for Charles Dickens' Great Expectations. Its depressing appearance on the silver screen seems to have inspired some action on the part of Florida when they transferred the property to Florida State University and gave more than $40 million towards the new building for renovations. In 2002, it was written about in the Sarasota Herald Tribune where it was stated that the estate would be opening back up on April 27th of 2002. Weston Hall stated in the article that, We want the Cotazon to be a place where people can not only tour, but also enjoy the beautiful surroundings. And that's exactly what I did. Growing up for me wasn't the easiest first few years of my life. My biological dad wasn't much of what a dad should be to me, nor what a husband should be to my mom. He was cold and abusive and that was that. He wasn't there for me, he never taught me how to swim or ride a bike, and he wasn't my dad at all. The only thing he did teach me was what kind of person I didn't want to be. I moved around a few times when I was young and the first house I lived in was only when I was a little baby so I don't remember very much. But by far my second home was the most memorable. The mansion soon became my escape from reality. When I think of home, I don't think of a physical house. It's the memories and it's the people. Home isn't a place, it's a feeling. In a YouTube video by Nathan Granando, people described in a few words what home was to them. Home. Home? Um, home is just where your family is, where you feel comfortable. Food. <laughs> Somewhere you're comfortable. Love. <laughs> I think of home. And I think of food, because it's, you know, food you grew up with, so it's comforting. At least for me, home is actually Seattle, or even though um, I live in Virginia for about 10 years. It's just that I want to go back to home, back home in Seattle, because uh, that's where I love it. So, home may be many different things to many different people. It may be food, family, or just even somewhere you're comfortable. But that's not home to me. Home for me is the memories and the feelings that you get along with them. My first time ever visiting the Katazan Mansion was when I was five. My mom had taken me there to get some photographs taken of me. She had hundreds and hundreds of pictures taken. I remember the fluffy white dress I had to wear with my hair all curled back and I was covered in tulle. I looked bizarre. I ran around the grounds of this mansion like no one else was there and I became absolutely enchanted. It was like home to me. That sense of comfort and the feeling of never wanting to leave always seemed to accompany me. I was so enchanted that I soon began to beg and beg my mom to take me back and I begged so much she got so annoyed with me and she would take me just to shut me up. I wanted to go back and smell the roses and climb the trees and just lay in the courtyard and stare up at the sky for hours. 
We would always go to the gift shop and buy posters of the artwork so I could hang them up at home and stare at them for hours, and every time I would look at them, that sense of comfort would just kick in. The Katazan Mansion was my happy place, the place where I didn't have to worry about what was going on at home and soon later school. It was the one place I could go to be me and to be free. It was truly my home away from home. Even though I still go back to Florida, I've never been back to the mansion. The mansion is still my home, even though I don't physically see it every day. The hundreds and hundreds of pictures my mom made me take at the Katazan still hang in my house to this day, along with some of the art posters. They've moved from many houses and seen many walls, but each and every time I've moved, they've moved with me. I continually take that piece of home with me as I move on to find a new one.